Hello, everyone. Welcome to Enjoy the Book of Life. I'm excited to have Brother Scott DeGroff with us all the way from California. And um, we're going to be talking about some tips and tricks, a little resource review uh, having to do with our time in the Word. So just by way of introduction, uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and specifically how you became a student of the Word? Sure. Yeah, so I'm married for coming up on 27 years, uh, two adult wow. kids. Our son is now married. And so it's fun being an empty nester for sure. Um, yeah, and continuing to serve the Lord. Um, yeah, my wife is Lynn. Uh, we serve the Lord based in Freedom, California. and But our real burden is um, seeing North America reached in the next generation. And mm. it's amazing to to state something like that that's so huge. But to have utter confidence that this is this is the Lord Jesus heart as mm. revealed in the scriptures and that he's he's big enough and strong enough and skillful enough and focused enough and passionate enough to pull it off. So, yeah. 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 By way of introduction, that's us. Um, how did I become a student of the word? My journey uh, was was uh, maybe not like not unlike some people's journey, but it was very less than ideal. <laughs> so. I would say this. Um, I it's funny um, when I was dry in high school, I would go like dry spiritually. I would go read First John two fifteen through seventeen, and I don't know why those verses stuck in my head, but they did. And so, do not love the world or the things in the world. You know, anyone that loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And so, I would just read those. And uh, the first time I ever read through the Bible was my freshman year of Bible college. And okay. so, and obviously like, this isn't how we raised our kids. Like we, we wanted them to know the scriptures from their youth and, and, um, but that was me. Yeah. So I was much mm. more interested in playing sports and all, but also in serving, like physically serving God. And um, it's funny the combination, cause I actually was passionate about serving the Lord, but, but um, I picked up knowing the scriptures and being a student of the scriptures and reading the scriptures when I went to Bible college. Yeah. So, that, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. I like, I like that idea. I don't think anyone's ever shared that sort of idea before where you had a set of scriptures and it's like, Oh, I recognize I'm struggling here. And you went to a, a source that you knew that was good. That was tried. That was true. That I, I really like that. And it's interesting yeah. how you made the distinction between uh, desiring to serve God and being a student of the word, because th those two aren't necessarily the same thing. And yeah. so, I, yeah, I, I think that's that's an important distinction to make. Um, mm -hmm. And so you said it wasn't until so growing up, you'd say you would have been passionate about serving the Lord. You were raised in that kind of environment. Um, so. Yeah, so I, I lived like a hypocrite when I was 15 years old for about two or three months. And the center of my life was American football. Um, but then the Lord, by his grace, the goodness of God brought me to a place of repentance. Mm. And from that point, um, yeah, like this is all like yet not I, but the grace of God through me. Um, but from that point, like I never looked back. Yeah, I wholesale repented. First thing I started to do was serve the Lord. And then I, man, I fell in love with the word. Um, I was like a kid in a candy shop when I went to Bible college. It's like they open in prayer before every class. And I was used to a huge high school, secular 
like, you know, high school and yeah. um, used to that environment. And then studying things that I, that was like the words of life. I mean, it was like four years of, it's definitely a bubble, but man, I grew like crazy in those times. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Good. So what would you say are some practical helps when you go and you spend some time in the word? What are some practical helps that you've enjoyed in your time in the word? Yeah, man, that's obviously that's an amazing question. Um, I love that Jesus Christ is called the word. And so he's, of course, the living word. And then we have the written word. And so the word is everything. Like if you just use it inclusively, it's everything. I mean, he's everything. And he reveals himself in the scriptures. So when I was thinking about this question, I thought of a few things. Um, the first one is super simple, but this this has made a massive difference in my life. And it's simply having a plan. Um, and still to this day, like I'm 48. And if I have a plan, I do well. If I don't have a plan, I tend to, I tend to waffle. And um, so having a plan for reading through the scriptures, whether it's once a year, four chapters a day, twice a year. Um, sometimes I felt like reading eight chapters a day is, is I wasn't getting as much out of it as mm. when I was going a little bit slower. And so there've been times that I've done different things, but having a plan has been huge for me, for sure. And then the second thing is having a purpose. I wasn't trying to make them all rhyme or start with the same letter, but, um, but yeah, this is, this was, I picked this up a few years ago and it's been incredibly helpful. Um, so like, I'll give you the most recent example. Um, I, I've been brought by the Lord and his, his huge grace to a couple leadership positions, um, and I just felt like a little kid. And, and I was mm-hmm. like, I felt actually like Solomon when Solomon was taking over and he said, like, who am I to lead this, this people, you know? And so what I did is I started to read through the scriptures, but with a, a specific purpose. Like I wanted to see Moses leadership. And then I wanted to see Solomon's leadership, his strengths, his failures. I wanted to see, ultimately, um, I read through the gospels and this was, this was really like, as joyful a time as I've ever had in the word, um, observing Christ's leadership. And so Mm -hmm. I I had a notebook and it was like, I I would even have times where I would notice like two or three things in one verse. It made it hard to, to make progress and yeah, reading with a purpose, like, okay, this is what God is doing in my life. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for that prayerfully, um, as I read through this section of scripture. And it's like, it's the it, literally the furthest thing from drudgery or like your mind wanders, like, cause you're focused, like you, yeah. you know, like you're, you're hungry for it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, um, yeah. So a plan, a purpose, and my third one doesn't start with a P, but um, living a life that makes you be filled up. And what I mean by that is I've always appreciated that when you see God's church in the scriptures, and when you give yourself to that, it's going to make you love the word in the sense that um, you need it desperately. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. First Timothy 4, like Paul says to Timothy um, that a good minister of Christ Jesus is nourished up. And in the Greek, it's constantly nourished, right? So you're, mm-hmm. you're yeah. constantly putting in the scriptures. And he says, like in that context, that's, that's what a good minister is. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then I know this is slightly different, but um, reading these guys, so like this is George Mueller by Basil Miller, 
And it's a simple little book. It's an easy read, but man, it's reading through books like this. I don't, I think I've, I don't think this is a, a like a hyperbole. Um, I think at least a hundred times, like maybe several hundred times in my life in these kinds of books, I've read statements like, I suppose the power that was evident in their life came from their early morning communion fellowship and mm -hmm. time in the word with the Lord. And, yeah. um, it was so like, I wasn't the early morning guy back in the day. That wasn't my habit. It wasn't my nature, right? Like, yeah. And so reading this um, really helped me. Abide in Christ by Andrew Murray. This isn't, there's a book, but this is the 31 day daily devotional. Um, mm -hmm. So like I said, having a plan helped me with the scriptures. Uh, a guy probably 25 years ago told me, put your Bible here and then put the book you're working through here and read your scriptures first, right? Like visit yeah. other books, live in the word of God, but having them together, um, I just find it's, it's super, super encouraging, super helpful. Yes. Now, now um, I think go, let, let's kind of go through those. So your plan that would that vary based on your purpose then as, as you're reading, because you say, I, yes. I've got a plan. Do you get the plan first and say, okay, I'm I, I'm reading through this section. What's my purpose going to be? Or would you get your purpose first? Say, I want to look at leadership, so I'm going to read these portions. Yes, um, that's that's an excellent question. So, um, I I always want my plan to serve me, not me serve my plan. And so I don't want to fall into the, the trap of I'm a good Christian if I execute the plan. I'm a horrible Christian if I miss a day. I don't yeah. want to fall into that. So I feel complete liberty in the presence of God, like to ebb and flow. But, mm -hmm. but um, so I have this, which helps me. It's like a normal, more normative yearly through the scriptures. Um, and then recently it's been more what you're just, or what you're asking about um, that. I, I, the Lord would be teaching me something specific. And so I would kind of take a break from just going straight through the scriptures or even chronologically through the scriptures. And I would, I would go to portions that I knew like Moses, Abraham, Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So that really drove my reading for the last little bit of my, of my Christian walk. Yeah. So it, it, would you have, um, you're talking about this Liberty being able to go, uh, here and there, would you uh, see it as beneficial if let's say I have my yearly plan and I've got my bookmark there and then uh, if if then I feel, oh, I want to look into this, leave that bookmark, I, I can revisit Deuteronomy when I get, you know, I'm going to go read this these portions here on leadership. And then yeah. let's say I, I'm not quite sure where to go next. Well, that's okay. I've got my bookmark still in Deuteronomy. Okay. And, and that because yeah. sometimes I felt like it, when I, I'm going more topically or, or with with a certain idea, I don't always, I spend some time, oh, where am I going to read today on that? And, and sometimes I'll fall off the bandwagon and, and <laughs> because I don't have that almost what you could say a backup plan where, yeah. where if I'm, I'm reading through the scriptures, I can put that on pause and, and read for this topic or, or something I'm, uh, I'd like to explore a little bit more with that purpose. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly what I what I do. And um, well, yeah, well stated, bro. Yeah. 
Now, these these books that you're going through, uh, could you tell us a little bit about that? Is it something that um, you go through just by yourself, just whatever you're reading? Do you try to go through these books with other people? How do you get the most out of these other books that you're reading? Oh, um, yeah, so I, I do go through um, books by myself for sure. Uh, one, again, one of the most helpful habits of my life, um, the most helpful of my adult life has been uh, investing in the word of God. And then second, in terms of reading would be reading missionary biographies. Um, and then, you know, like any topic, like, of course, every topic, um, doctrinal subjects, like they're all great. So yeah, I've tried to, a guy told me when I was in my young 20s, we went out for lunch and, and he said, um, his encouragement was to always be reading a doctrinal book and to always be reading a missionary biography. And mm. so if you're, if you go slow, then that's fine. Right. But just always be consuming uh, something. So I started with a doctrinal book, then a missionary biography. Eventually I realized, I think I can do both of these at the same time. And so I figured out a way to, to do my daily reading in the scriptures and then both of those things, which has been a great habit. So that's individual. And then, um, yeah, like uh, Sanders uh, in his book on leadership talks about um, revisiting books. And um, that's kind of a newer concept to me. I haven't reread a lot of books, but I find myself these days going through books with disciples. And okay. whether it's a, electronically like this or, or in person in California. Um, yeah, and that's super, super profitable, super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately, you end up knowing it a lot better when you go through it multiple times. So, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and it's nice when there are certain sections specifically. <clears throat> I think uh, the group of young guys were all, uh, I guess I, I'm getting a little yes, less young, but uh, around <laughs> my age, uh, we, mm -hmm. we're going through uh, mere Christianity. And I mm -hmm. read it before, uh, revisiting it. But even as I'm going through it i think this is just my second time reading it through there are certain portions that that i had revisited several mm -hmm. times between my first reading years ago and this reading now and so i uh, sometimes that's helpful just revisiting portions you know certain certain areas that that you found very helpful in having those i know my my um great grandfather he used to read Leonard Sheldrake's A Plan of Renown every year, he said, to keep mm -hmm. his heart fresh. So, mm -hmm. hey, you know, having, having those books, uh, I think, uh, can really be helpful. Yeah. I have a friend that reads um, uh, not Agape Leadership, um, Brother Indeed, or, or 70 Years in Christ, R.C. Chapman. Um, yeah. He reads that every year for the same reason, like to keep his heart humble and tender and like to check, like, how am I how am I leading? Am I being gracious? Am I being humble? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, going back to your, so you said your plan is, is kind of like a, a through the Bible sort of, sort of plan. Um, yeah. Now the purpose, and you mentioned leadership, uh, mm -hmm. and you kind of had, had a story as to why that became a focus in your life. Is, is that typically how you come up with that purpose uh, for your time in the Word? That's a, yeah, excellent question. So that's the most recent one. But before I've even had, um, like, I've even seen needs in the body of Christ that like, I, I need to know more about mm. this. And mm. so that's driven, like what you would look at for a season. 
um, needs in your own Christian walk at times. I don't think, I think long-term we are so, uh, if we get too far over here and just chase topics, then we'll miss the breadth um, of scripture. And so I don't like to just live in the topics. Um, but yeah, it's been driven by different, different things for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that idea with the needs. I think, I mean, I believe that the scripture holds all that we need to know, right. Uh, for life and godliness, it, it, it's there. And so when I do see those, um, should I say holes in my understanding where I, I see this, this, uh, almost like a vacuum, a struggle for people. Uh, it's like, well, the, the answer's got to be in, in the scriptures. And then to go there, uh, one was, this was back before I was married. It, it, it seemed like I was looking for script, uh, scriptural counsel on relationships before you get married, right? And so it all seemed fairly either um, just practical worldly advice or it was, um, uh, you know, just the list of don't do these, right? It wasn't very much direction. So I was like, well, the answer's got to be in the Bible. So I went there and started searching. It was challenging to find those portions, right? I thought, you know, Moses, he, he's usually a good example. I go there, he meets Zipporah, and two and a half verses later, he's got adult children. So I was like, oh. Mm. But but finding those portions, looking through, reading through Ruth and reading through the first few chapters of Song of Solomon, finding those and drawing from it, I think it can be a big motivation. And I think it says something about uh, your beliefs. If you say, hey, uh, I see some uh, an issue, a problem, let me go to the scriptures for that. I, I think that's a good habit um, uh, to develop as well. Amen. Yeah, amen, bro. Yep. So uh, let's say someone's listening and uh, they say, you know, I, I really haven't been spending the time in the word like I need to. What would you suggest as kind of some first steps for, for that person? Yeah, that's a great question too. So I guess as a start, like I'll rob William McDonald, um, a trusted brother from a former generation. He uh, said once upon a time that most Bible study plans fail because they're too aggressive. Mm. And um, for a while, we've been uh, quoting this same phrase over and over again, like don't underestimate the value of incremental discipline. And so we would tell people just like, just make sure you start. And if it's one verse, then that's awesome, right? Like, but, but, but cultivate the discipline. And then, of course, you're not gonna you're not gonna go on to maturity, staying at an entry level, you know. But don't try to go from zero to sixty in one day. Yeah. And uh, so we just get people. Actually, it's funny when we see people saved, they're devouring. A lot of them are doing like twelve chapters a day, and wow. so we cheer we cheer them on. Yeah. In that in that season, you know, and um, if you have time to do it, if you have a heart to do it, like we just cheer them on and yeah, watch them go. But incremental discipline would be one thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, having a plan. Um, yeah, uh, discipline without direction is drudgery. So having a, a, like, what am I trying to, like a question that you're asking God while you're reading. Um, yeah, seeking to understand. Um, yeah, that's how, that's how we usually encourage people. 
Good. For sure. Yeah, that's that's helpful. I, I think it's it's good seeing seeing the need, but then having okay, I see the need, I want to do it, but what do I do? And so that I, I think yeah. that's really helpful. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>